Well, it's portal in season, and a portal in we shall go. You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson has me, Jimmy Stein has him. Jimmy, how are you today? Well, I was expecting a lot of portal activity, and uh, basically it's all happening as we're going on the air here in terms of all of it. So uh, I'm, I'm a little shell-shocked. So let's trudge forward and see, see, what, see if we have any players left by the end of the show. <laughs> exactly. Look, I, I make this uh, little template up. And so what we were going to talk about Holman Wiggins at first, because uh, he is portaling to Texas A&M. We'll talk about that. But then Chaz Preston got in the portal yesterday. That's not unexpected. I mean, I, I love the kid. I think he's great, but it just didn't work. Uh, Seth McLaughlin in the portal. We could see that coming. Terrence Ferguson now in the portal. Ju I couldn't even... Uh, change my template fast enough to get the people that are portaling. Um, let's start with Holman Wiggins, though, Jimmy, the wide receivers coach. Uh, he is moving on to Texas A&M. I'm okay with this. I would have been okay if he stayed. This is not a catastrophe either way. So I think that, um, hey, more power to him. It gives Alabama a chance, frankly, to potentially upgrade in terms of somebody who can develop players a little more I know he's a great recruiter at least on paper but I think you really judge a recruiter on do you get them there and do they stay there and get better if they end up all leaving from various classes like have happened with some of Wiggins recruits maybe you're not the recruiter we thought well <clears throat> thus far it's not like any of these guys have, that have left have been really good elsewhere thus far so I, I'm not sure Alabama's lost that has been uh, extremely hurtful so far. Uh, obviously that's gonna change over time. I think like you said, initially, I agree with the idea that, first of all, Holman Wiggins wants to advance in the profession. All these coaches want to advance in the profession. They're not just, okay, I'm a wide receiver coach for the next 50 years. They, they, they want to climb. And I think Holman probably felt like his climbing at Alabama was over and Texas A&M was going to offer him a co-OC opportunity. I think uh, for him, climbing means either offensive coordinator or head coach. Uh, and if A&M's given him a, an OC opportunity, a co-OC opportunity, I'm sure that was hard for him to turn down. Uh, he has been, he's done a good job. I think he's been a good recruiter. I think he's been a good football coach. I think it's kind of crazy that you know, if we don't, so so we don't give him credit for Smith and Ruggs and that group, uh, but but it's his fault that uh, JoJo Earl wasn't good. I mean, I, 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 I'm, so I'm not really sure how we get to the point where coaches don't get any credit when their kids are good. They only get blame when, when some of their kids are, aren't good. Uh, but I think Holman did a good job. Uh, I also believe he's replaceable. And by that, I mean, my expectation is that Alabama will sign a like or better coach. That's so it's a loss, but it's not a crippling loss. And uh, I guess he feels he's advancing in the profession by 
accepting this opportunity at AM? Um, yeah. And again, I think it's a, a, a loss, but not a crippling loss. I think you said that perfectly. Um, it just is what it is. And I think it gives Alabama an opportunity to go get somebody else. It's fine. Um, so uh, I, somebody else that may be, uh, and by the way, for those, I've had some people ask about this, uh, how it affects Ryan Williams. Tim Watts has addressed this. You've addressed this. Joseph Hastings has addressed this. It should not affect Ryan Williams much at all. Um, I think as long as uh, T-Rob is at Alabama and his contract is up February 29th, uh, it is a leap year. So uh, as long as he's there, I think that all will be well. Correct. And uh, I would look for, I mean, I'm assuming uh, there's no way for me to know this uh, today, but uh, my assumption is that T-Rob's going to be given a, uh, a substantial raise and extension. That That's, that's what I'm assuming is going to happen. Yeah, I, I would be shocked if it were anything else other than that. Now, just quickly to close out this first segment, um, Shaz Preston in the portal. Like Shaz Preston a lot. ESPN loved him when he was coming out of high school. Loved him. And um, it just never materialized for whatever reason. Uh, wish him the best. Where do you think he ends up, Jimmy? Uh, I mean, the only guess I have is Mississippi State because his brother's there. His brother's a starting defensive back at Mississippi State. And – Mississippi State's hired a new coach that's going to chunk the ball all over the place and throw it around a lot. So that makes a ton of sense to me, assuming Mississippi State wants him. Uh, and, and we, again, we don't know that yet. Shaz is obviously a good prospect. Uh, I, I've heard nothing but good things about the kid uh, since he's been there. It's just that Alabama plays six or seven wide receivers as part of the first team, six or seven guys. And then they redshirted two or three guys. I think those guys that are in the middle, hey, I wasn't playing with the first team, but I wasn't redshirting either. Those are the ones that often look for a new home, and that's what Shaz is doing here. He just he wasn't beating out those first team guys, and now Alabama's bringing in a guy like Ryan Williams, who who would almost certainly leapfrog Shaz. Um, so I, I get why he left. Uh, doesn't mean he's not a good player, or or that he won't be a good player at his new place wherever wherever he chooses. Yeah, and again, this goes back to the whole Holman-Wiggins thing. I mean, another receiver not on the roster anymore. And, I mean, part of this is also – I mean, maybe it's not all on Wiggins because maybe there's a group evaluation, people target a guy, and then they say, Wiggins, you go get him. Well, if Wiggins goes and gets him but the evaluation was off, is that really on Wiggins? I, I don't know. Um, I, would, I would say, though, that potentially the development – of some of these guys or lack thereof could certainly be on Wiggins. Uh, could be. I mean, Shaz was very highly thought of, hasn't panned out yet. Doesn't mean that he won't at some point, uh, but, but it hasn't happened yet. Uh, you're never going to bat a thousand. That's for sure. Not, not when it comes to this, uh, not when it comes to this, this type work, let's see where Shaz goes. I, I think another thing we shouldn't rule out when I said Mississippi state is my first guess. My second guess would be Texas A&M, uh, I won't be stunned to see him follow Coach Wiggins to Texas A&M. That often happens in these coaching changes. Uh, he may transfer down, uh, meaning to uh, a smaller school, a smaller program where he's more certain to play. He's from Louisiana, so maybe we shouldn't rule out Lafayette, uh, Louisiana, Monroe, or Tulane. Uh, we shouldn't rule out those places or going home to LSU. So we'll see with him. Uh, again, some of this attrition needed to happen 
Uh, I'm not telling anyone that this is bad news. I think this is a, a good, good news. Uh, Alabama needs a spot. Shaz will have a better opportunity somewhere else. All right, Jimmy, when we come back, we're going to talk about two other guys in the portal. One, you kind of expected. One, I'm not so sure we knew was going to happen. Right now, though, I need to tell everybody about LinkedIn. Um, at the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What is the one move I can make that'll take my business to the next level in 2024? LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quali quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions, uh, they're going to apply. Okay, so two more additions to the portal from the Alabama side, one being Seth McLaughlin. Uh, as somebody has already pointed out, they hope it's not a snap decision. Um, I know it feels kind of bad, but at the same time, it's not, it's not a bad joke. It's not a bad joke. I didn't make it up. I'm just repeating. Um, but you know, I was just on a Montgomery radio station, by the way, if anybody listens to Doug Amos's show on Wednesday, I screwed up a little bit earlier today because I said, uh, they were, we were talking about Daniel Hill and Zay Mincy. And I said, yeah, I think Alabama could very well get both of them this afternoon. And they actually play in the all American game on Saturday. I just got my all American games mixed up. So sorry about that. If anybody listens, I screwed that up, Doug, I'm sorry about that. Uh, it's new years for everybody. I'm still recovering from uh, the national championship game. Anywho. Um, so Seth McLaughlin in the portal, uh, you could certainly see this coming. And um, I, when I was on the show with Doug earlier today, I was saying, hey, I sort of hope he sticks it out because I think he'd be a fantastic redemption story. But in the end, boy, let me tell you something, Jimmy. Look, we, you and I have said some things just even on this podcast where uh, people may give us some heck. And I'm like, I got to take a break from Twitter for like at least a day so that, you know, this can sort of wash away. If you're Seth McLaughlin, and you are consensusly the villain of the national championship game. I mean, I mean, and you're a young kid that their lives depend on social media. Boy, I, I can't imagine what all he's been through. So I certainly don't blame him one Oda for leaving him. I wish him the best. At the same time, I feel about this the way I do about Holman Wiggins. Maybe Alabama can upgrade. Yeah, I'm, I'm real curious as to what the upgrade plan is. Uh, I'm uh, un, Here's where I'm going to be different than a lot of the fans. I, I want to know what the upgrade plan is before I'm, I'm celebrating anything here. And I'm I, I'm not really, and I, I don't mean to imply I'm celebrating anything at all. I, I think it's real unfortunate. I, I'm get guessing, knowing Seth the way I think we know Seth, I bet he's crushed, crushed that he's not finishing his career at Alabama. Uh, he's a gump. Uh, th through and through, loves Alabama. Uh, I'm sure he really wanted to finish, but but now just cannot. Uh, it, it's 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 a toxic situation now. 
and, and, and you know, he's got to move on. Uh, my guess is it will be elite programs that recruit him, uh, you know, maybe even his hometown, Georgia, home state, Georgia. Uh, I wouldn't rule that out. Their center's moving on to the NFL. Uh, you know, there's other programs. I, I suspect we will see him at a big-time program. Uh, he's a very good player. Once the snap is completed, he becomes a good player. Uh, that's why he was Alabama's starting center for two years. He played against elite defensive tackles consistently. He actually, I believe, graded out okay against Michigan, uh, other than the snaps, which is a lot like saying, you know, well, other than that, how'd you like to play, Miss President Lincoln? Uh, I mean, the, the snaps were sort of the story of the game, but uh, he is a good player, and I'm real interested as to the backup plan because if you ask me, in the 10 minutes after we learned that Seth McLaughlin had decided to enter the portal, uh, I was saying in those 10 minutes that Alabama's likely replacement for Seth is Terrence Ferguson. Now he's in the portal. That only was a 10. My, my, my projection of T. Ferg being the center going forward lasted all of 10 minutes. Uh, he's in the portal. So, yeah, I'm real curious as to what Alabama's plan is. Uh, as of right now, until I hear that Alabama's interested in, in, a, in a center in the portal, uh, I'm going to assume the center is going to be James Brockermeyer. Uh, this is being reported by Tony Sekoulis that Alabama center Seth McLaughlin has just met with Nick Saban to inform him he'll be entering the transfer portal. He has given his paperwork to Alabama to do so. Seth met with Saban face-to-face to inform him that NIL had nothing to do with his decision. And I'll tell you something, that means a lot to me that he went face-to-face and and said this. I'm sure this was a very difficult decision for him. I know this kid has caught all kind of heck online and um, I feel sorry for him. I mean, there are some people out there like, hey, you're getting paid now. You're NIL. You're uh, getting a stipend. You're getting whatever. You get what you get. I got to tell you, I, I feel bad for the kid. I, I don't think he wanted to snap some of those snaps badly. And um, it happens. Uh, it's unfortunate. But this was a – I think we need to remember in the end, this was a team loss uh, to Michigan. And um, I wish Seth the best if he goes to Georgia and succeeds. I will definitely be pulling for it. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, Seth is a first class, first rate kid, one of the best kids on the team uh, in terms of just overall character. I mean, he's an Eagle Scout type kid. Uh, he's a gup. He loves Alabama, loves Nick Saban. And uh, I'm sure he wanted to make it clear to Coach Saban that 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 he's not leaving because someone someone's offering a big check. Uh, it's just, uh, uh, I, I'm sure Seth feels it's just too, toxic and uh, best for him. Uh, That story implies uh, that it was not Alabama that said, get out, like so many fans think happens, uh, but but doesn't really happen. (laughs) Uh, You know, this is Seth's decision. Uh, So we'll see. Uh, You know, my my number one thing is it's always about Alabama. Who's the center going to be? And uh, as of this exact moment, I'm going to say James Brockermeyer, but literally 15 minutes ago, I was saying Terrence Ferguson. Uh, and Ferguson is is in the portal himself. Yep, and Terrence Ferguson leaving is uh, it's just one of those things. I mean, we're probably going to see some more surprises. I don't know who in the world they will oh, be, of course. but uh, we'll see some more surprises. And, and it um, would be a guess. I'm going to find all these things out eventually, and then we'll talk about it if we can here. 
Uh, but I'm, I'm wondering, I do think a decent theory is this. Uh, if Ferg knew Seth was likely to leave and Ferg knew he was likely to be the starting center, maybe he doesn't want to play center. I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> it can be it can be that simple. Uh, my guess is Ferguson, wherever he ends up, and it's probably going to be a big school. Uh, I bet he plays guard wherever he ends up and not center. Yeah, uh, I could certainly see that. And look, I mean, I assume Alabama may even be portal searching themselves for a center. Could be. Now, here's the thing. Uh, most of the time, now, every every time you say something like this, someone's going to point out, yeah, but what about this? What about this? Yeah, those are exceptions to the rule. The rule is this. If you're starting where you're at, then you're not getting in the portal. Now, Seth had a unique circumstance. That's why Alabama's starting center is in the portal. But most of the time, a kid that's in the portal is not starting, and he wants to go somewhere where he will then have the opportunity to start. It's kind of hard to imagine a kid is not starting somewhere else, but is going to be an upgrade at center for Alabama. That's hard to imagine, but it can happen. For instance, uh, you know, uh, and, and it could be that, hey, somebody's starting in a lesser school and they want to prove themselves at a bigger school. That could happen, as we saw with Tyler Steen, you know, who was a, a high success story at Alabama. So Alabama has signed a transfer center uh, in Landon Dickerson. Uh, that worked out really well. So I'm not saying point. Alabama can't, fi can't find a guy. I'm just saying it's not as simple as, well, the center left, let's see what centers are in the portal and pick which one of these 10 guys is going to make us a better football team. Uh, oh, it doesn't work anything like that at all. All right, Jimmy, uh, we are going to talk about uh, this Under Armour All-American game coming up. And I've got listed on here Under Armour All-American game potential commits because I'd screwed this template up and uh, forgot about that. So I'm just going to leave it like it is because you know what? I'm going to own this mistake right here in front of everybody because I'm a mistake owner. <clears throat> You know, people don't understand, too, uh, when we are doing this podcast, and I feel bad now, like I do feel bad that I, I went on a radio show and, like, screwed up, uh, But uh, and I'm also screwed up this template. Uh, but what people don't understand is you and I, well, I know you've got another job with ON3, which is sort of related to this, but I have a, another job, obviously, and, uh, and, and I'm actually driving right after this podcast to go to uh, – Louisiana to deliver a fountain uh, for my work, and uh, you were stopped in parts unknown. And um, yeah, literally, I mean, sometimes we get a little mixed up. We're sorry. Uh, somebody actually said, uh, I think last a couple of podcasts ago, I said Michigan's offensive line won the Joe Moore. I think they won it the previous year. I screwed that up. It was actually it was Washington. Yeah, it was Washington that won it. And um, yeah, and. And somebody was like, you know, in the comments, well, if you have a podcast, you shouldn't screw that up. I'm like, I barely have a podcast and I screw <laughs> things up at all my jobs. <laughs> well, so, it's impossible to uh, get every every sentence uh, factually correct. And, and it's easy to get them. And Joe Moore, Michigan won the Joe Moore Award in uh, 21 and 22. Uh, and right. they were a finalist in, in 2023 and may have won it if the guard didn't get hurt late. Uh, but no, when I hear Michigan wins the Joe Moore award. I'm like, well, yeah, they did. Cause they win it all the time. Uh, this year, this year's did not, but again, their guard got hurt. That, that might've been the difference. 
Joe Joe Moore is going to win the Michigan award if they keep winning it like this. Um, whoever the heck Joe Moore is. <clears throat> also, Jimmy. Okay. I hope he's a center, and I hope he can play at Alabama next year. We're 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 having a bit of a center emergency, frankly. I'm trying to stay calm on the air, but we're having a bit of a center emergency. You know, it is. Somebody actually on Twitter also said. You know, I love y'all's podcast because Luke is always on the edge uh, of jumping off uh, the cliff and Jimmy always brings us back. I'm like, right now it feels like Jimmy's right there on the edge with me. Sometimes We're holding I'm on the- one, two, and three. Um, Sometimes anyway. I'm on the cliff myself. And again, it's, it, you know, we come on the air. We're literally coming on the air and we find out Terrence Ferguson's in the portal. Uh, and I'm coming on the air to tell you guys that – Nobody needs to panic. I have a lot of confidence in Terrence Ferguson. That was the plan, and now he's gone. So, <laughs> so yeah. So now I'm a, I'm a little not. I'm not panic. Look, I, I like I like Brockermeyer. Tell you a couple other interesting possibilities. Rock Montgomery, who uh, we just uh, redshirted. Hey, redshirt freshmen are ready all the time. Uh, he's practiced some at center already, and uh, a guy who hasn't practiced at center but could make the transition. And uh, I know that the staff is high on this guy is Olas, Olas Alanine, uh, the Norwegian who has spent this past year redshirting at guard. Uh, he's a guy that I, it won't shock me if they try to make Olas a center this spring. Uh, that, w- that wouldn't surprise me either. And they're very high on him. Okay. So you do have the All-American game, uh, Under Armour All-American game with Caden Jones, Jalen Mbakwe, Kevin Riley, and Ryan Williams today. So while I've got listed up Kevin's there. Play. Is Kevin playing? I'm not sure Kevin Riley's going to play. He might not be. He's listed on there. He I don't know if he's listed on the scratched. roster and was invited to play. I'm not sure he showed up. But honestly, I've been so consumed with getting information about the portal. I'm, I'm not sure. But uh, I don't believe Kevin Riley's there. Well, and on top of that, uh, it should be noted, Justice Justin Okoronkwo from Germany didn't get all his visa stuff handled in time, so he won't be playing in the All-American game this weekend, which sucks because this was going to be our opportunity to see the dude. Yeah, he needed he needed the coaching, and he sort of is the rare player that needed this week. Uh, But no, he'll be uh, at Alabama January 9th, which is next Tuesday in the start of classes. I would have thought being in Germany – he'd be a little bit more efficient than that to get your visa under control. You know, they're, they're known for their German efficiency, right? I mean, I don't watch much news, but I hear immigration sort of an issue right now. So that's what I hear. Uh, okay. I'm not, I'm, not so, su- I'm not surprised. It would be a little complicated right now. So today, if let's assume Kevin Riley is not playing, which again, fine. You do have Caden Jones. This is another guy that I think is sort of the, one of the mystery recruits. I mean, he's pretty highly rated top 150, top 200 guy. Uh, and, and very, the, he's gotten some good reports. He's not made any of the quote unquote alpha lists. Meanwhile, one cool thing from the uh, Under Armour All-American game is Jalen Mbakwe and Ryan Williams were one and two in the fastest man competition with Jalen Mbakwe edging out Ryan Williams. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see how those two guys do today. I'm actually going to be on the road and just have the game on my phone and, and listening to it. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, but is there anything else from this game that, uh, jumps out at you? Uh, not really. I, I just want to point out to people that are watching that are going to watch, or, you know, maybe when you're listening to this, you've already watched it. It's just amazing that Ryan Williams is a junior playing in this game. I mean, that he's a junior 
playing in an all-star game with the best seniors in all of the country. And I bet he more than holds his own. So it's just a testament to just how crazy talented that kid is. And uh, I'm just so hopeful that he sticks with his commitment and ends up playing for Alabama. Uh, I hate it that, you know, for, you know, he is a human being, he's a kid and uh, gosh, these kids that are get as famous as he is and are the subjects of these intense recruiting battles. Uh, they get pulled in a million different directions and they hear some awful things on social media. And it's such an unfortunate part of all this. Yeah, it, it definitely is. Um, but Hey, it's, it's part of the world we live in, right, Jimmy? I mean, it's just it's something we all got to deal with. I'll tell you something. I did have this thought today. I, I do wonder, and this is for another podcast, but I do wonder at what point, because the, the landscape of college football is changing so fast and some things are getting really, really, really cruel and um, social media certainly adds to that and just the fanaticism of it all. And look, it's so funny when – you know, Alabama makes the college football playoff. That means that we knew this is not one of Saban's best teams. We all think this is one of Saban's best coaching jobs. They make the playoff, they lose in seven points in overtime on fourth and three with a chance to tie it against number one team. And everybody's like, fire everybody, send everybody to the guillotine. Um, this is awful. At, at what point it, do, do you think some pretty regular fans – are going to take a step back and go, all right, I'm going to back away from college football until we figure out what this is again. Because I know it's, you know, we've always, it's always been a, a fanatical thing. But at what point do we say, it's everything is changing so fast and furious. I'm not even sure what sport I'm watching anymore. And it's, and maybe we all need to back away until we find out, hey, let's see what this sport actually is going to evolve to. Because it's changing so rapidly now. It's like a chameleon in a rainbow. You can't figure out which color to go to. Uh, that was a yeah, great. I have no. I have no. I have no doubt. No doubt. Without knowing, and I don't know yet, but uh, I have no doubt that social media uh, backlash and social media comments and stuff is a reason Seth has left Alabama. Uh, I, I have no doubt that that's true. Uh, before I know, before I know that it's true and confirmed by people inside the program. Uh, I think it's just real unfortunate. There's nothing that can be done to change it, but that's just the, the world we live in now where uh, the normal everyday walk-in Joe has, has a, uh, has a, a platform and a microphone and, and, and a, you know, a, a speaker and they speak, everyone speaks very loudly and, uh, and yeah, it's, it's a new world. And Hey, uh, one guy we haven't mentioned, by the way, Miles Kitzelman also in the portal backup tied in again, a lot like Shaz Preston, good player, actually started a game at Alabama. The first game he ever dressed out to play at Alabama, he started uh, that day for Alabama because Cam Latu was hurt and Kisselman started in his place, actually caught a couple balls that day. Uh, but Miles was below the dudes who were playing and above the dudes who were redshirting. So he's kind of in that no man's land of, hey, I'm not redshirting, but also I'm not playing. So those are the guys that, that move on. And uh, we'll see where he ends up. Uh, I, I tell you, Kansas State might be a good spot for him because back home and they play that physical brand of football and he's a Y, he's a he's an inline blocking tight end and uh, appreciate his contributions to Alabama too. But I'm sure he would like to go somewhere and play. This just breaking from Tim Watts, 
uh, on your side at Bama Online. Hearing positive news on Ty Simpson staying at Alabama after a meeting with Nick Saban today. As of now, we expect him to stay. Um, wow. I, you know, I would think a lot of people thought he was definitely going to be in the portal. And I'm, I'm for it, Jimmy. I'm for, I mean, I'm for it. We're going to have to lose a quarterback or two, though. I mean, it would, it, and, and fill in the blank yourself. If Ty Simpson stays, Julian Sands coming in, you don't think Lonergan's going anywhere and uh, Jalen Milrose returning, fill in the blank where you want to, people. But, I don't want to say the names out loud, but uh, just interesting to me. I'm for it because uh, I do like Ty Simpson. I'll tell you something. I think Ty Simpson's a gump in a good way. He, uh, I do know this. Ty enjoys the heck out of Alabama. He enjoys the heck out of Alabama. And uh, I know advice we give at, at, at QB Country to kids that I've heard, and this makes so much sense. I mean, you go to college to develop into the best player you can be. And my first question for Ty in terms of, hey, he comes to me for advice, which would be really dumb, but it comes to me for advice. My first thing to him is, my first question for him is, is this, are you getting better? Are you a better player today than you were last week? And are you a better player last week than you were the week before? Are you developing as a quarterback at Alabama because of the coaching you're getting in the program you're in? If he is happy and satisfied with, he's improving and developing his game where he's at, then there's no real reason to leave. Because some people say, no, you leave to play. Well, if you, if he left him, you know, he could go to William and Mary. I'm sure they'd take him. Is that going to develop him? Is he going to become the best quarterback he can be because he's starting at William and Mary? Now, that's an extreme example, but it makes the point I'm making, which is, are you satisfied with how your game is progressing? If he is, there's no reason to leave. Also this, uh, you know, Jalen Milrose, Alabama's starting quarterback, and he's going to be Alabama's starting quarterback. Day one of spring practice, who's QB1? Jalen Milrow. We want to take bets right now. Who's QB1 versus Western Kentucky? You'd be a fool to take anyone but Jalen Milrow. Jalen Milrow. But does that mean that Jalen has the job in perpetuity or Jalen has the job as long as he's there? No. No, Jalen Hurts lost the job at Alabama. So what I'm saying is, Ties number two, the competition continues. There will always be competition. No one is promised anything. Yeah, um, I have very mixed emotions about all the things you just said yeah. because I kind of wish – I mean, it's so funny. Uh, again, I did say this point, which I think is a, a good point on the radio show earlier today, that, you know, all of a sudden – people have sort of forgotten Jalen Milrow is the guy who completed the gravedigger pass on fourth and 31. He's the guy who uh, used his legs to seal the deal against Georgia for the SEC title game. He's the guy that had four rushing touchdowns against LSU and in a sense outdueled Jalen Daniels. He's the guy that brought Alabama back from down 20 to seven at the half against Tennessee. The, the, the bad taste from this Michigan game is going to linger, and that's what I really, really hate about this. I wish things had been different. I certainly wish Alabama had won, but I definitely wish Alabama had uh, it. That definitely wish it had won, but I really also wish that. Look, if Alabama's going to lose by seven points in overtime, I wish Jalen Milrow had thrown for two eighty-five and rushed for eighty and uh, not had a fumble. Right. All of a sudden, people are like, 
hey, he's the Heisman front runner. Now people are like, please, God, Ty Simpson stay so that we can have a competition again. That's kind of scary to me, Jimmy. And we can't get into it because we got to cut it short. But oh, well, we'll be, we're only going to be talking about it for eight months here. Exactly. I mean, I wish we had. That'll be eight months I, I, of it right here. I wish we had time to discuss the Ty Simpson, uh, Julian Say, and Dylan Larnigan, Jalen Milrow QB competition, but we have only got about eight months, so it's yeah. going to be difficult. We'll, we'll There's work. There's no it. doubt in my mind. Jalen Milrow is QB1 and 100% has earned it and deserves it. And I'm excited about an improved Milrow. I'm excited about all that. But it's also the reality that I think Ty Simpson's going to be a really good quarterback. And uh, Jalen has to play well to keep his job, just like the other 21 players that start have to play well to keep their job. Not even Caleb Downs is promised the starting job in 2024 and 2025. He's not promised it. You will not slander Caleb Downs on my podcast, sir. (laughs) You barely have a podcast. We heard it earlier in the show. (laughs) On my barely a podcast, sir. (laughs) That you own half of. (laughs) Okay. All right. That's going to do it for today's podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with more. Until then, roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.